Hi, and welcome to NARC, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Collaborators, home of NARC Troopers. Today's topic is When Predators Play the Victim. Hmm. The person with NPD or ASPD always believes that they are violated and abused. Um, Narcissists and sociopaths behave in monstrous yet predictable patterns when interacting with their relationship partner. They distort reality to create a victim narrative, and they manipulate others into believing that their partner was the abuser. Assuming the role of the victim will always generate attention and pity for the narcissist. It'll make the people around them want to help them, take care of them, comfort them, and in many cases become ensnared emotionally and sexually. It can be a seduction tool to get sympathy and emotional investment. NPD causes um, the narcissist to create a delusional fantasy world to protect their fragile egos. They use a tiny piece of the truth, but embellish it with distortions and confabulations. All narcissists are great storytellers. They repeat their fabricated story for so long that they actually believe it is the truth. This denial and delusion create an alternative reality that separates them from everyone else. Narcissists are always just one event away from mortification or collapse. If they do not have a continuous stream of fuel and supply flowing into their control center, like an IV continually dripping into their veins, they cease to exist and risk the deep plunge into nothingness or madness. And that's interesting that they are fragile because a lot of times you don't think that they are fragile, um, you know, but they are. Um, so, you know, I think that this denial and delusion that creates this separate reality um, is something that they live in all the time. They never escape that. Um, you know, the person with NPD has a brain that stopped developing at a very young age. And they adapted to this hostile environment in the best way that they knew how at the time, which was to silence the suffering and um, to do away with the pain and substitute a superhero with a super ego in its place. One that is perfect, one that is fearless, and one that is irresistible. Yeah. One of the primary methods to extract the life-sustaining fuel is by playing the victim. Everyone else they have ever met has hurt them, betrayed them, used them, and caused them tremendous pain. My ex-husband, who was the most prolific, hardcore, bona fide, straight-on narcissist I have ever had the misfortune to encounter, covid I want to say COVID, it's covert, <laughs> but sometimes I say he's a COVID narcissist because he's a virus. 
Um, yeah, that's a little Freudian slip, but he is a covert <laughs> narcissist. And, um, you know, you know, they, they continually assume this sad little boy sort of posture with this adorably sweet little face that held the most intense green eyes that would plead, help me, rescue me, please, pretty please, with sugar on top, baby me, mother me, hold me, love me, heal me, save me. And any woman with half a heart would fall over themselves to get to this cutie patootie who was injured and in need of nurturing. I could almost feel my mother's milk let down and start dripping from my breasts into pools on the floor. That was my response. You know, they talk about women getting wet <laughs> when guys like that are around. Yeah, it's they're talking about mother's milk, right? Of course they are. That's what that is. So after he discarded me in June of 2019, he continued these tales of woe by telling stories to anybody who would listen about all the people who tried to rape him. According to him, his two young cousins from San Antonio tried to rape him. Another family member who was gay tried to rape him. Um, his mother had raped him. Um, all of these different people, you know, were all just trying to get a piece of his manhood, this abundant super manhood. Uh, and they were all trying to cause him harm. Uh, when I just stared at him uh, with a speechless combination of disbelief and pity, he went on to spin this yarn to our mutual friends and to his family that even I <laughs> had raped him. And I don't know how that would work, um, but I guess that happens, can happen. And so according to him, you know, he was victimized by everyone. And... Um, you know, that's kind of projection or blame shifting or some kind of weird psychological hack to put that on other people when really it's him that is the sexual predator. Um, and so it was just madness. I realized that, you know, as a narcissist, he doesn't just make things up, fabricate, confabulate and embellish lies in order to get attention and fuel and to get people to feel sorry for him. But also, he believes all of these things himself. He believes that they're actually true. Narcissists rewrite history to fit the narrative that best serves them. Then they somehow make themselves believe it. NPD is a delusional disorder. And confabulation, projection, magical thinking, psychotic and schizoid manifestations, you know, these are all common things that happen um, with NPD. This kind of mental illness, this lack of gray matter in their interior insula is, you know, they also have like an underdeveloped amygdala, a damaged prefrontal cortex, along with a lot of chemical dysregulation, um, and a vivid alternate reality. These all take their toll on the narcissist and create their own world that in no way resembles that of a neurotypical person. The grandiose entitled narcissist takes the personality traits and character flaws that they cannot accept about themselves and project them onto their partner. Um, 
you know, they are incapable of accepting responsibility for their actions and or feeling remorseful or guilty. And genuinely, they can't genuinely say they're sorry because they don't think they've done anything wrong. They can't self-reflect and learn from their mistakes either. Feeling self-pity, playing the victim, it acts as a substitute for that lack of authentic self-worth since the narcissist is ego dystonic and that means they have no core identity um, and they depend on external objects to regulate their self-esteem and their identity to a large degree narcissists function in one of two roles they're either hero or victim and as the hero they save the day to fuel their ego and as the victim um, the narcissist escapes accountability by relying on past experience to excuse their current crimes and transgressions. Both stances are dysfunctional and hurt other people. And so in order to be the hero, the narcissist needs to create a villain. And as the victim, he gives himself permission to abuse, exploit, and objectify others free from guilt or consequence. The narcissist will always eventually turn on you and rip out your throat and feast on your entrails as any predator will naturally do. Remember Siegfried and Roy? Ooh. Yeah, that's a prime example. That's just what they are and it's just what they do. It's nothing personal. It's not about you. Uh, sooner or later, devaluation sets in and, you know, really that's what it's all about. Turning the blame to you and justifying the heartless and brutal things that they do to you because after all you're a terrible person and you deserve it they don't actually choose to do it i don't think i could be wrong about that but i don't feel like they do it's their npd that is sort of co-opting their brain and fo forcing them you know to do whatever they need to do to survive to thrive and to keep their false persona in place um, they have to play the victim when they discard you so they can feel good about getting rid of such a horrible person who is trying to hurt them. It justifies the whole thing. It's rationalizing it. This is some very mucked up stuff. You have zero chance of ever making them see reality or take any accountability for what they did to you. They are simply not capable of doing that, and they never will be. Becoming enmeshed in the push-pull of a narcissist hero-victim complex can cause chaos and suffering. Understanding this dynamic may help the partner of the person with NPD to gain perspective and to prevent themselves. But you know, it's really hard to um, acknowledge that. It's hard to see it. The person with narcissistic personality disorder is mentally ill. They must have fuel to survive, and they're going to do anything, and I mean absolutely anything, to get it. If playing the victim gets them delicious attention, sympathy, concern, affection, adoration, all that stuff that they crave, then, you know, they're, you know, desperately going to seek that, you know, step aside Meryl Streep, here comes the new Academy Award winning person who, that has NPD, and they're going to put on a performance unlike anything that you have ever witnessed in the history of great actors. 
And the saddest part of it all is that the narcissist actually makes himself believe he is the victim. How else could they remain the hero in the show? The proverbial good guy, the long-suffering mate who is treated so badly, the one who is perfection personified. There's always going to be groupies, potential primary sources, and replacement candidates, codependents, empaths, harem members, and concubines who will gaze into the narcissist's seductive eyes and, and have that whole wet thing happen so that they just slip and trip directly into the trap. First, dying to just make it all better and to kiss all the boo-boos. Beware the pity play. It is a popular first course in the feast of famine that best describes the pairing with a disordered person. When you see the red flags waving, smart and healthy girls head for the exit. And guys, too, you know what I'm saying here. It's a genderless kind of thing. Um, you're going to find it harder to step away if you uh, have more complicated issues, though. So just take it from somebody who stayed. That would be me for 16 long years. Um, it was they, Those were life-changing years where I lost everything of value to me, paid a very high price for being unable to extricate myself. Um, you know, don't fall prey. Don't buy in. Don't take the delicious bait. They are predators, and they will not hesitate to tear you to pieces when you get too close. If you keep a safe distance and save your pity for those who genuinely deserve it, you are going to be in a much better place. Okay, thank you guys for listening, and I will see you next time. Bye.